Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 125 of the Everything, Everything Motor Racing. I'm going to do that again. Stuck the landing. Hello everybody and welcome back to... Oh my god. It's because someone's messaged me going, love the podcast, and I'm like, what? what's going on? Yeah, love the intros. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Jesus, right. Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 125 of the Everything Motor Racing podcast. I hope you've had a good week. We're back, me and Cameron. I've just tried that three times. <laughs> Hello. Lauren is Hello. still gallivanting, so it's yeah. just us. Just us two. Yeah, Lauren is in Thailand at the moment. Yeah, living it up, finding yeah. herself. <laughs> God, don't say that. <laughs> well, it feels like a dodgy, you know. I don't know. Is What does one do in Thailand? I've never been, to be fair. Do you go no, watch Thai boxing? Probably. In fact, I think I yeah. saw that on her story. She did watch some yeah. Thai boxing. She's been at the beach and stuff. It looks fun. The beach? Yeah, we love the beach. Beach is here. You need to go to Thailand for That's that. true. For that. that is true. <laughs> anyway, what's been happening? Deck? Um, well, in terms of MotoGP, we've had testing. We've Lovely. had some more liveries unveiled. Mm. And we've had Moto2 and Moto3 also, test. Sweet. Where were they testing? Qatar? No. Portimao. Portimao. Yeah. Of course, of course. How did I not mm. know that? Why did I miss these I things? Is it because Dorna does a really crap job of publicizing Moto2 and Moto3 stuff? Well, it wasn't really like an official test. Every rider ah, wasn't right. there. There was like most riders on track for some days and then other days there were other riders on track like VDS were meant to be out or have been out and then IO were meant to be out yesterday and today but it's been raining so they've missed some time and lost some time mm. they have been out a little bit you know and Aspar were there earlier in the week so were the MSI squad with Sergio Garcia and Agura and it's been interesting in terms of that Scott Ogden has set some really good times he was third overall Excellent. in the unofficial time is he still on the Honda? yes finally the Honda's better this year though or just yeah it's supposed so to be. yeah the bikes were frozen until 2024 yeah and so now we've got a new moto 3 ktm and a new moto 3 honda the ktm i don't know if you've seen it looks mental is that would that have been the one that was in like the gas gas livery the, that we saw the other day yeah. yeah and like the rear seats different the front mm. the front fairing's got like a dent in it yeah I, d I didn't pay too much attention to it i'll admit i thought the livery mm. looked really cool um yeah, but, but like the actual bike itself mm. um i could tell it was different but i can't say i like analyzed well they've uh, got how it looked actually on the side of the the side fairing have got moto gp style wings on it they're not like wings as such no way but they've got a mo they've got i'm just trying to get the actual technical term for it before i uh okay say what it is drs Oh, I've just had it on my screen now and it's disappeared again. <laughs> DRS. <laughs> they have got, that's it, a ground effect fairing on the Moto3 bike. Okay. So it comes out and then dips down again on the thing. I don't know if you can see it on the thing. You see that there? Mm. Obviously, the viewers can't see it. I, I can't. No, I can't really see on your phone. On my phone screen. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically like a little pit, like a pointy part that sticks out the fairing okay. and helps to keep the bike l more level Is that on a Moto3 bike. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I suppose the Moto3 be, the, the, the Moto3 bikes 
could be pretty twitchy considering how mm. light they are. So it's maybe maybe just helps stabilize them a bit. You know, here I'm absolutely not an engineer, so I'm just speculating. But um, mm. okay, yeah. interesting. Well, that will please all of the uh, all of the fans who absolutely hate all this aero stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. That's an interesting one. The new Honda's a bit different as well. It seems better to ride, easier to ride, which is good. It's good. Because obviously Honda have been lacking. It's hilarious, actually. We say Honda have been lacking against KTM in recent years, and yet Honda won the most recent Moto3 World Championship. But that was down to Leopard. Yeah, they could have Leopard cheat code, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leopard cheat codes. So, yeah, but we've had Angel Pequeras out on the Leopard as well as... Adrian Fernandez, they look pretty good. Quite excited mm-hmm. for uh, um, Pequeras this year as the rookies and junior world championship champion mm-hmm. heading into this year. Matching Rueda, but obviously switching to Honda or staying on the Honda because he's on the Australia Galicia last year. So staying on the Honda and looking to impress on the, well, the championship winning bike last year. Nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good season all round. I can't wait for um, Moto3, Moto2, MotoGP. And if, even if World Superbikes has been something to sort of Ooh. wet our whistle. Um, My God. <laughs> I Yeah, I think we're in for a good year of racing, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. They, it's been sensational, really, hasn't it? The World Superbikes, we'll go into it in a minute, but the yeah. Superbikes were so good. I loved it. I, I caught up with them afterwards and... I was having a great time. I felt really good. I was yeah. like, yes, this is it. I've... Summer's coming. The racing's back. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Like that Alex Lowe's overtake on Bautista for the victory. Beautiful. What the hell? Going around Lukey Heights. Where did it come from? And yet, in hindsight, so obvious. Why doesn't everyone yeah. pass there? Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just, just, be fa- just go faster. Around the yeah, outside, just break later and accelerate <laughs> earlier, obviously. Just ride around your competition. Well, that's it. Like, if you just go around the track faster, then you'll win. Like, yeah, exactly. Why don't they all think of this? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, geez, oh. Yeah, but yeah, some really good racing. Nice to see Top Brack on the podium. Yeah. Did you see his little handbrake turn where he went into oh. Park Fermi? No, I didn't. <laughs> so oh, he was going down pit lane mm. and into bikes. You go through a pit garage into the paddock yes. where yeah. the podium is. Mm-hmm. And he basically let go of the bars with his right hand and did like a handbrake motion. As he stomped on the rear brakes, the rear brake like skidded and turned the bike and then he rode into pit lane. So he did like a handbrake stop. And the fact that he did it with his arm as well to indicate he's doing a handbrake turn is very funny. Who is this guy? <laughs> Honestly. I love him. He's so mm. great. He's so he great. is brilliant. Yeah. I, I um, worked out a stat as well earlier, and I'm quite proud that I worked this out. Mm. And then everybody, all the other pages have now decided to post it. Yeah. So that's great. Oh, I think I saw this, but uh, yeah. Yeah, do carry on. The top rack is the only rider on the 2024 World Superbike Grid that hasn't made at least one appearance in MotoGP 2 or 3, all the 125s or anything like that. Yeah, Every like, other rider, including Bradley Ray, has made an appearance in one of the three main categories. That's crazy. And yet, he's... Uh, you can't say he doesn't deserve to be there. All top yeah, rack. so it just it does it just raises the philosophical questions of whether you know MotoGP or the you know the Moto blank world championships mm. are a step up 
or mm. you know whether other routes are better for other riders who knows but yeah everybody has like a different route i guess i mean yeah look at nicola belago came he was a junior mercury world champion in 2015 yeah still hold a bit of a grudge there because i still believe that lorenzo della porta uh held his countryman win that one but because he knocked off in the two races at the last corner in identical moves he knocked off aaron Cannett. Um, who was on for a podium and also champion, could have won the championship that day. Knocked him off, took him back to championship contention, then did the same to Yuan Mir in the race after. And so Belega won. And I'm like... Ugh. Oh man, I think actually your phone's ringing and it's Belega's yeah. lawyers. Yeah. Uh, oh jeez. That was a long time ago, but I still, I watched it back hilariously the other day and I All was right. like... This still doesn't feel right, man. This still Ooh. doesn't. There's something there, man. But hey ho, the domino effect. And now look, he's a potential he's... world superbike champion this year. Well, the fact that he's come in, like he did well in Supersport, fourth place in his rookie year, then won the championship the year after, steps on that Aruba Ducati and wins on his debut. That's Wild. Max Biaggi esque work. That. I mean, and considering how stacked the field is as well, it's not it's just a, unbelievable. It's not just a, a field of like failed GP riders or anything. It's um, well, no. it kind of is, but it, well, <laughs> it kind of okay, is. it kind of is. But they're still stacked. There's still there's yeah. still a lot of uh, speed on that grid. Mm, well, look at Andre Inone. first oh. race in five years, and he's podium. just <laughs> podium. <laughs> He was up there the whole time. His yep. bike broke, sadly, in one of the races. But yeah. he looked so good leading from the get-go. And when, I'm quite excited. When we get to Europe, when we get to these European tracks, mm -hmm. that he knows... A lot better. Shall, yeah, better. I mean, obviously, he'll, he'll know Philip like Island well. But stuff he'll yeah, know. He's exactly. been riding Mizano for years anyway. I, I on, like, mean, a private bike. So. Yep. Yes. Good, I love it. I like it honestly. It's just it, and it, it just makes the series better value for the spectator, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. You're paying for Discovery yeah. Plus or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I mean, Alex Lowe's hasn't won a race in four years. He's only won two. And how does Johnny Ray feel? Huh? Oh, that's got a sting. That's because I mean, he when had a was shocker. the last time I, he did have a shocker? And like on the on the Kawasaki, when was the last time Alex Lowe's beat? Ray. I'm not sure. He probably beat him a few times last year, but last time Alex Lowe's won a race was 2020. Yeah. So Johnny Ray won yeah. at Phillip Island, I think, last year, but that was it. Yeah. So you, you have to think if, if um, all either Top Rack or Johnny Ray has to do this year was just not go anywhere, I think. And mm. <laughs> one of them would have had the title. <laughs> um, yeah, because Locatelli looks exceptional. Like yeah. the fact that in race two, he came out of the pits and was way back and caught up. Oh, maybe in race one. I can't remember which one. But he came out of the pits and was way back and caught up. Finished second in the first race. I know that. Yeah, it may have been the first race because he caught yeah. up and overtook everybody to get second. And he was miles back. And I was like, what the hell? And I think it was, yeah, Iannone during that race when he overtook top brack of all people in Stoner's Corner. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> it is, is. I mean, it's great. I love it. And I just, I can't, it, it's a shame that it's like a race a month. 
Yeah, because like, it's only 13 rounds. Yeah, like I was looking at the calendar, I was like, oh, when's the next one? It's like, oh, mid to late March, great. Can't wait. <laughs> what? Like, I'll forget about it. Right yeah, yeah. Well, I've had like but, three MotoGP rounds by then. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And you're like, well, you know, we'll do yeah. the watch, you know. No. Yeah, but it's it's so good, especially Phillip Island. Always throws up a good race. I think it, it might be different when we're back to Europe and we're not at Phillip Island, but it was just amazing. And, and like, Bautista wasn't just storming off on the straights. Top Rack even overtook him on the straights, and Top yeah. Rack even spoke to him after and was like, well, "That was nice." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not used to that. Yep. Um, bodes well though because if Top Rank mm. just get that little last bit in place then I think he's going to be he's going to be a weapon he's got all mm. season to do it well yeah, he mean, does. not really to win the title but you know what I mean yeah yeah exactly and I'm just very excited for it obviously sad to see Johnny Ray have a massive crash yeah. in race 2 Remy Gardner was batting for the podium in one of the races as well yep he had some terrible luck in the other races though but it may have been actually race two when Locatelli caught up because he crashed, didn't he? Because he had a false neutral. Uh, oh, did he? Right, okay. Yeah, he crashed at Jack Miller's corner. This is the thing, like that's <clears throat> that's the only thing with uh, with the the superbikes like race format is like it all blurs into one. I'm like, what happened in the Super Bowl? Uh, Super yeah, Bowl. Super Bowl. Super- <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift happened yeah. at the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I, I probably remember that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you've got two main races and you've got a super pole race, and I'm like, what happened when? Who was? Who yeah, did what? Who, who got what podium? Like I can't really remember. Whereas at least yeah. with MotoGP, you, you kind of know if it was the sprint or the main race, don't you? So, yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's a me problem. That is that's a you not problem. a criticism of the format at all. <laughs> no. But yeah, it, it was just superb. I love superbike racing. Obviously, the super sports are pretty damn good as well. Yes. And, and I, I want to give a shout out to Mr. John McPhee. Yeah, I think he he's did all right. really well. Yeah, top, yeah was it top ten on. on both races or just the one? Yeah, I think he got eighth. Yeah, he got eighth in, in race well. two. I can't remember the rest. Yeah, though. no, he did pretty well. Yerry Montella did very, very well as well, yeah. winning both races. So already a title contender. We've got uh, Adrian Huertas as well, who yeah. is. A long-time follower of the motor racing, so I'm quite happy yes. with that. Got his first podium for the Aruba squad as well. Love it. So, pretty good weekend all round, to be fair. Absolutely. Yeah, I've had a great time. It's been nice. Mm. Nice uh, having a Even bit of action on the weekends again. You were? I was up at 2am watching. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I wasn't taking it that. Oh, I was. I was still making sure I got my beauty sleep, you know. Nice, yeah. <laughs> Can't you tell? Yeah. Mm, obviously, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, moving to MotoGP. Since mm. the last podcast, we have had three, technically four, new liveries unveiled. We'll start with Repsol Honda, because I did mention last time that we should have like a HRC-inspired livery. Yeah. And that was the case with a little interesting hybrid. Yeah. I kind of like it. I I do like it. Um, I don't like it as much as I wanted to. Yeah. Considering yeah. like HRC's sort of history with liveries are always pretty lovely. Um this mm-hmm. one is, is nice. I do like it, but it's yeah, I don't know, there's there's it just lacks a little bit of something Pizazz. that makes me go, oof. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like 
because the World Superbike Honda livery is sensational, Beautiful. brilliant. Yeah. But I think because they've got the Repsol in there and needed to incorporate the blue and the red, but then the orange, yeah, it just kind of makes it look a bit messy. Yeah, it's a bit of a an odd palette to, yeah. to make work, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, but like, I don't mind it. I don't. I'm not, I yeah. don't hate it. Not mad. I, I like that they finally changed up the livery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's ill. Mm. Who else have we had? We have had probably the best one. Oh, the Castrol. The Castrol Elsia Honda. Oh, my Absolutely days. beautiful. Oh, it's the livery we wanted. Ever since Cal Crutchlow was on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's the livery that we all deserve the LCR mm-hmm. Castrol Honda to be. It's beautiful. Isn't it it? Is, I'm looking at it now. Oh, it is sensational. It, yep. No notes. No notes. No. Next. No needs. <laughs> I made that. I think I made a Homelander meme about that one where it's like, it was perfect. <laughs> Everything was perfect. <laughs> I don't get the reference. Oh, you've not seen The Boys on Amazon? No, sorry. Oh, it's so good. So okay. good. Noted. It's like an anti superhero, but kind of pro superhero thing. It's okay. very, very, very good. It's if you can imagine somebody with Amazon's budget telling a director to do whatever the hell they want mm. with a bunch of superheroes. Okay. Yeah, it's basically that. It's got everything you could ever imagine in, plus more. Well then. Yeah, it's very good. You underestimate my imagination, sir. Trust me. <laughs> you have to trust me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, I'm up for it then. If that's the case, let's go. Yeah. I will, uh, anyone listening, I know it's a bit off topic, but because I'm re-watching it hilarious at the moment as well. That is hilarious. Because my girlfriend had never seen it and she is like addicted to it. She's like, I need to watch the next one. Oh my Guys God. at work I've told about, they're like, I need to watch it. I'm watching it. Right. I start watching it over the weekend and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. It's very good. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. But then the racing's back on, so. Yeah, that's, that's true. Last that's time. true. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Who else we had? We have uh, Takaka Nakagami's side of the garage with oh, the yeah. Idimitsu. Like Idimitsu have changed their logo as well. And it kind of looks cleaner. Like yeah. you said, you like it. Like I think it makes the bike look a little bit cleaner with a new logo on it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it is. It's definitely like a nice, like crisp, clean looking bike. I think it will look great, like Qatar. Mm, the back of the grid. <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, ahead of the Yamahas, probably. But probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I like it. I do like it actually. I like it's, his helmet design as well. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a pretty good combo, right? Like black, white, red, and gold. Like that's yeah, you can do oh, a yeah. lot of that. Looks really good. I mean, I'm talking about the bike. I can't remember the helmet, but yeah. oh, the helmet is kind of matched the helmet because he normally goes with like a multicolored array. Yeah, he but he's got a lot of like orangey, reddy, bluey flowers on there, and it looks really good. Sick. Mm, I like it a lot. Yeah. And then the last one, because in two days' time of the day of recording, Ramak will unveil their bike. Oh, but I forgot. I'll explain what's going on with that one because it's quite cool. But we've got Aprilia with a mm, pretty similar bike. It stays black for the most part with the bits of purple accents in there, a lot of red and stuff like that. Doesn't do much I for like me. I like it, but... It's okay. Do you know what? I think we'd make it better. What? If it was a uh, gloss black rather than matte. Yeah. To I be think... fair, like the Grassini bikes in 2012. Uh, I can't remember. But uh. yeah, like a gloss black with maybe like matte 
red accents or something. Mm, that would I think that would be quite cool, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think we're maybe, like, Matt, everything feels a bit like 2020. Yeah, I know just design mean. language. Um, I yeah. Think. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my note. When I said no notes okay. for Castrol, these are my notes for Aprilia. For Aprilia. Thank you. <laughs> nice. I Less do Matt. like... Nice. <laughs> Looking through it, I do like because obviously the riders get to have like customize their gear and stuff like that. When on hmm. Lorenzo's have a Dory's kind of leg, lower leg part of his suit, he's got like a like a sun thing that's coming out. All right. In the purple, the red, and the white, and it looks really, really good. I really like of the three. I like kind of. I really like Savadori's design. Yeah. On his levers, because Maverick's just gone with red. Yeah. Whereas Savadori's just... is actually quite like quite unique. Hmm. It looks quite cool in his day and easy levers. But Vinales as well has got long hair or longer hair. And it just takes me back to what he used to look like in twenty fourteen. He literally looks like he's lost ten years of age. Wild. <laughs> he looks like the little baby's face kid we saw back in twenty fifteen when he stepped on that Suzuki for the first time. Listen. This is his year to win, then. Let's do it. And he mm-hmm. didn't come first in testing, so therefore, no, a win was on the cards. Weird. Yeah, subversing the prom- the prophecies. Mm. There's Bang Naya, which we'll go into in a minute, but yeah. bloody hell, Bang Naya. <laughs> Jesus, settle down. Yeah, bloodman heck. But the Pramac livery is an interesting one because that one will be unveiled in Bahrain. The reason for that is mm. because they have those little F1 logos on the back of their bikes yeah. because the team owner of Pramac and the CEO of F1 are quite friendly. And they were like, can you run an F1 logo on a bike? Yes. And so that's why they run them. So the new livery will be unveiled at the F1 race in Bahrain on Thursday. That's which cool. Is on Wednesday, sorry. Yeah, so that it'll be unveiled. Cool. Yeah, I mean, F1. listen... If that brought, if that brings one fan from F one across, yeah, great, perfect. Mm. Uh, that's cool. And you you know, knowing like Formula One, there will be no expense spared with this mm-hmm. unveiling. It'll be it'll be an event. Cool. That, oh yeah, that, that's pretty rad. I'm looking forward to that. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, it's gonna. Look, I think it'll look quite good as well. We'll see. Obviously, Frankie, Frankie, there. He hasn't actually ridden the bike yet. No, other than for four minutes. Apart from a Valencia, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah. it. Yeah. And then he missed the Qatar and Sabangta, so he's got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, I know. It, uh, he's going to have to really shine on that thing in the second half of the season. Yeah. I think. Yeah. He really will. And that's going to be mm, tough, yeah. to say the least. Yeah, definitely. That will be tough. But. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to see. But I also wanted to mention, because I'm just thinking about Formula One, because there is a rumour now rolling around. Because we talked about a little bit last year about Dorna maybe being bought out by somebody. And it might have been like an American company or something like that. Dorna themselves buying, being bought out. Which, given the issues we've had with MotoGP in the last few years in terms of commercial rights, in terms of them not promoting the sport as well as it could have been, or them yeah. trying to promote the sport and then blocking it behind a $200 a year 
paywall, paywall and yeah. all this crap that whereas an F1 I think it's $70 a year it was $70 a year now it's $100 a year and that got a lot of slack but F1 is a lot more accessible obviously MotoGP is not the rumour that has dropped today is that potentially the new owners of Dorna could be Liberty Media who own Formula 1 now that is an interesting one and Mm -hmm. I think I think uh, all, all things considered, would be a good thing. I did see some sort of comments on posts and social media and stuff saying, "Oh, I hope MotoGP tickets don't become as expensive as Formula One tickets." Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and I don't think they would. That's not no. to say I don't think there won't be like any increases and stuff. Because I mean, business be business. You know, if they're going to axe a two hundred dollar or two hundred euro a year paywall to watch things, that might mm. they might put that onto ticket sales instead i don't know um yeah it's a long way from being the sort of spectacle that you can charge f1 money for to go see um but if it has any hope of doing so of becoming a kind of um more of a phenomenon let's say like like f1 is at the moment it is it needs something like this and i mean yeah. who better than the people running the show over at f1, f1 you know around. yeah exactly f1 so was in the dogs before liberty media came over took yeah over. yep and I, I i think that combined with like exciting personalities like pedro acosta coming in i i think it, it could be a, a a recipe for success i hope so yeah I'd I'd, yeah. I'd I'd love to have more people that I can talk to about, about MotoGP rather than just you, for God's sake. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, you and my dad, to be fair. Yeah, of course, of course. But, uh, yeah. Aye, he just gives me the old thumbs up. Anything I say. Yeah, just <laughs> Becco's looking good. Time. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. That's dad for you. I think that whole keyboard is just made up of thumbs up emojis and okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He listens to the podcast sometimes as well. Does he? Bless him. How's it going? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) How's it going, Cameron's dad? (laughs) Nice. He'll be getting a new bike soon. So pretty well. Pretty pretty good, I think. That's pretty cool. It's always good when you get a new bike. Yeah. Yeah. On to testing, though, because you did mention him. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Good little segue there. Mm. It's not a fluke with, Fran- with Francesco Bernard, with Pedro Costa, is it? It's not a fluke with Francesco nah. Bernard either, to be fair. But Nah, Pedro's, Pedro's here to stay. Overrated Absolute my ass. Mental. Like, just. Yeah. yeah, great. Like, can't wait to see him win a title in a few years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it was, obviously we can't really talk too much on times and timesheets because... Everybody's kind of doing different things, of course, but we can still use the data available to us and make it a valued or evaluate the data we've been given. And Pedro Costa, in 15th place, just 1.1 seconds from Francesco Bagnaia's all-time lap record in the 150.9, which has never been seen before. Disgusting. Is disgusting on one hand, and then Pedro being that close... Is insane. Uh, I don't really know what to say, really. And do you think, like, obviously, Pedro is is good with his like one lap pace and everything. He is good at a hot lap, but where he really shines is is still on race day, 
Yeah, he seems yeah. to just have that the head on his shoulders and like just the ability of racecraft and, and everything to yeah. just put together a really good race as well. Mm. Um, it's just an exciting prospect, to be honest. I mean, I think he's in line for Jack's seat. I think so too. I mean, um, he said today that he believes he can hang with Brad Binder in the opening <laughs> race if, if he can, if <laughs> and he make can, it into the top 10. <laughs> if he can keep sight of Brad Binder in his first MotoGP race, then like just like sign the, sign the factory seat now, you know? Yeah, do Honestly. a swap with Jack Miller. Put Jack Miller in Tech 3. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't... Yeah, like, he's great. He's got the personality. He's mm. uh, he, he's fast. He's He's got the bike as well, let's say. I mean, it would have been really sad to see him join on a Yamaha or something, I think. God, yeah. At, at the moment. Which was what was rumoured, like... I know, I know, but it, it looks like... Because they're getting, like, factory support gas gas this year aren't they getting yeah they are yeah i mean they've always they've always kind of had current bikes and stuff like that anyway mm. yeah i think they'll maybe yeah. get like extra with pedro and with augusto pedro. in there yeah, yeah. they'll definitely because augusto did very well last year and having the pair of them you know red bull backs the team now and having them both as a red bull athlete anyway really helps i think yeah. both of them unless vietti goes and pulls a madness this year i can't see them wanting no. to replace either of them well, I mean, yeah, agreed. I I hope Augusto. Um, I hope well. I hope his preseason testing isn't a sign of what's to come because he didn't mm. look particularly happy with no, what he was doing. You know, they, like not all riders necessarily went fast, but not all of them looked like they were bothered by that. Like some might have just been purely testing or working on race pace, but Augusto yeah. just didn't look particularly chuffed with how things went either no so i'm hoping that that isn't reflected through his season because he does deserve the seat that he's got mm. we saw what he could do last year um yeah i don't know but you're right like i hope it is just them again next year as well although it would mean pedro can get his 37 back if, if augusto gets that's punted. true <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely true yeah, but and then Pedro can win the title once he's got yeah, his thirty-seven bags. <laughs> yeah, that's it. His magical thirty-seven is what he yep. needs to win that title. <laughs> he loves that thirty-seven, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's been an interesting test because you look at Honda, and Zarco's like, yeah, Honda are looking good, and then seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth are Honda. Yeah. And yeah, to be fair, Zarco is only 1.2 from Peko's all-time lap record, which is impressive, of course. This is MotoGP. 1.2 seconds puts you 17th. It, and on a race weekend, 20th. Yeah, and it, it's not a good look when it's all of them are <laughs> Again. consecutive. Yeah, back there. It's not like sort of... It, it makes you feel like they reached the potential of what they could all of them that already. weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's mm. not like sort of, you know, if, if Zarco or, or um, Mir was suddenly way up the order, you'd be like, okay, well, it looks like the Honda is capable. It's just the rest are still figuring it out. But no, it looks like between all four of them, they went about as quick as they could get the Honda. Yeah, that's true. I think... That's what's suggested anyway by that. Yeah. I believe, I do believe Marini and Mir were ill 
in Qatar, the test, oh, right. which makes okay. sense. And Mir was able to shave 1.1 seconds off his qualifying lap. Right. Which is very good. It is, but yeah. it still put him in nineteenth place. Oh, it's, it's, oh, like I, I mean, I, I'm mad at Ducati. Really, they're, they're just not giving That's anyone a chance. Good. What are they doing? Why are they doing this? Well, I know why the they're doing that, it. Like money, but yeah, honestly, yeah. But like the fact that both Anaya and Van Nijl, like last year's bike was very good. This year's bike is even better. Everywhere, it's like oh just, my just everywhere, God, man. Even better. And you saw the yeah. difference between the twenty-three and the twenty-two on track, mm-hmm. between you know, Digia and 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 Peko or whatever, and yeah. Marquez and and it is just wild to think that the, the twenty-four is is at an, another level again in all aspects. I just can't. Yeah, and like the twenty-five are probably even better, and you're like, what? How? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really. Crazy, absolutely madness. Yeah, Ducati are absolutely killing it. And yep. The thing is, fine. I think Aprilia are probably the only ones that can really hang with them. Alessio Spargo was third in the test. Yeah. Yep. Which, considering people constantly are like, he's overrated. He should retire. He's not good enough. And he continues to do this kind of stuff. He won two races last year. Alessio is not one to mess around with. But in addition to that. For the first time in five years, Ralph Fernandez is staying on the same bike as last year. Yeah. And he was fifth in the test overall, 0.4 back. He looked Which very he good did. in Qatar. He did. I think he's going to turn down this, this um, the the 24 Aprilia, I think. If he really yeah, finds his flow, he's like, no, just leave me <laughs> yeah. on this, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, Raul looked good. Which is exciting because we know he's strong. a scarily fast rider who can race mm. as well. Oh, yeah, when he uh, wants to. Yeah. So, yeah, Aprilia could be good. I think KTM will be there as well. Um, yeah, I think they never really, like, they never really do the best in testing. No, 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 no. KTM sandbag it a little bit. You I think, think last year as well. Jesus, we, we were thinking, miles off. Yeah, we were like, oh God, what's happening yeah. here? Like KTM have dropped the ball again. Mm-hmm. And then they came into Portimao. Was it Portimao the first round last year? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, oh, okay, they've yeah. arrived. Oh, um, KTM back. Yeah, so I mean, but again, it's the, it's the European manufacturers taking up the, the top, what, 12? How many have we got? 14? Uh, 14. Four KTNs to a pre- yeah, no, four previous. Yeah, Fabio's 14. Yeah. yeah. Um, and eight. Yeah. So that'll be, what, like six, 16 bikes are European, am I right? Four Aprilia's, four KTNs, and eight Ducatis. Eight Ducatis, yeah, four KTNs and four Aprilia's, yeah. yeah. And then the rest, you got six bikes that are Japanese. Yeah, and... I I guess God, like if 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 sixteen bikes are that fast, the the European ones, I, I like I, it's gonna be really hard for, you know, Fabio Quartararo, or Alex Rins, those two names to break into mm. the top ten this year. It's gonna be it's, yeah. They've got such a task, and how mental is that to think that they might struggle to get those kind of results consistency consistently. Yeah. That's just it's bonkers, and that's why, yeah, like something's kind of got to change. I think because it doesn't matter if you're a great rider anymore. 
you've got to be on a European Mark bike. Mark has proved that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to be on and the right bike now. fourth in the test. You know. Oh, God. Yeah, that's put, Like, what was it? 322 laps in? Oh, did he? I didn't know that. <laughs> Jesus, oh. 322 laps in, in Qatar, I believe, or over the whole test to try and obviously adapt to that bike, which is mental. Um, can you imagine how dizzy he'd be after that? But And he was fourth. You know, he gained so much time from just stepping off that Honda onto the Ducati. Huge. I think this, because Fabio constantly is like, hey, Yamaha haven't done enough. And he did this from Yamaha and they've not done it. You know, I wanted this and they made a tiny step forward. I needed a big step forward. This, I think now we're going to see Fabio probably on a Prullia next year or a Ducati in some shape or form. Agreed. Because yeah, I think he'll just he'll, he'll hand enough. He'll be like, no, nah, I'm not. Mm. I'm just not signing that Yamaha contract. He's again. far too talented to be doing this. Like, he's still, you know, the third youngest rider on the grid. Is he? There's How only, old is he? Yeah, there's only three. He's twenty four. Twenty four. I think the only youngest, the only younger ones than him are Pedro Costa, and but, no, it won't even be. It's Pedro, and it's somebody else. How old Raul? Think for the life of me, it might be Raul. Thinking about it, yeah, it's a mm. good shout. So he's a, at least I know for a fact he's the third youngest. So right. he's got time, a he lot of time. time. He and can move to Aprilia and smash it or yeah. on a Ducati. Because if Mav doesn't deliver this year, I don't think he'll be around. Yeah, I don't either. Um, Elise, well, Elise has pretty much said he just plans to retire, right? No, he's he said about planning to retire, but now he's like, meh, you know what? Yeah, if I feel, <laughs> Again. Well, do you know what? Like, if he delivers, if he brings yeah. in the results, then he's having fun. Like, yeah, he's doing very well. Enough. I mean, why not? Who else gets to retire in their early 30s or mid 30s? I still can't believe Stoner retired at 27. Great. I absolutely would retire at 27. I respect, it. I respect the hell out of it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, millions in the bank. I think he was. Stoner won 4.8 million from Honda win this championship and like five million from Ducati from this championship there. So that he's got should at least, do. That should yeah, be enough. Yeah, he's got about eight figures in the bank. It doesn't so. it doesn't seem like the kind to just you know spend it on Yeah, like flush it away. So, t shirts um, and stuff. Yeah, no, I think I think he'll be alright. He'll be alright. Yeah. But he still thing, looks rich, so Yeah, he does, he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another one that did well though was Fabio Digia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good pace. He was top for a few points, wasn't he? And yeah. Bazzetti was right up there as well. Yep. So I'm, I'm quite excited for that, to I be know. honest. Oh, God, please. Like, oh, it's only a few days from now. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just get it's, it. Let's just go. Uh, from the time of recording, 11 days. Tomorrow will be 10 days. Oh, you've just crossed my dreams. I thought it was this weekend. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he's actually like disappointed head on the desk what am I going to do this weekend I had it all planned out did you actually I mean kind of loosely yeah aww that's sad well I'll uh, ring Dorna and get him to move it for you if you could actually that, that, yeah thank I'll you. do that for you don't worry yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's a mental thing though that Pedro is only 19 and we're like oh yeah these riders ages and stuff Pedro's 19. He's 19. 
he's got a few years to really bond with the gas 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 slash ktm yeah and yeah i i don't know if he'll win a race this year if i'm honest no i I don't i don't either no um and that's not anything against pedro it's just that like this is a far more stacked field than Moto Two or Moto Three was when he was there. Like this is really there. There's there are there's nobody in the GP paddock that doesn't deserve to be there now. Yeah, and is pot and is capable of winning a race. And the fact that he's got eight Ducatis there, all with exceptional riders on them, uh, and then if they don't do it, then it's probably going to be Brad. <laughs> yeah, or or yeah. like Alish. You know, they're the next two in line. If it's not a Ducati rider, then it's going to be one of them. So, like, yeah, I don't know if he'll win a race. I, I think he'll get a podium Yeah, at the right track, maybe at the Red Bull Ring at KTM's, KTM's own uh, backyard. But Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I don't think he'll win a race, but, I mean, give it time. It's Pedro. <laughs> yeah, it's Pedro. Well, true, to be fair, it's Pedro. Might just, yeah. might just happen, but I, I can't mm. see it. can't see it. No. You are right, by the way, it is Ralph Fernandez who's second youngest. I am it's Pedro, Raul, and Cotaro. I didn't realise Bezzecchi. Then it's Bezzecchi and Digia. Eh? Yeah. Bez was like 50. No, Bez is the fourth youngest on the grid. Then it's Digia. Okay. I, then you know, you... That, that's something I find mental, because obviously these guys are like superhuman mm. and like look up to them. But they are yeah. all younger than me. Yeah, they're babies, really. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, well except, except the oldest guys on the grid. Marquez is like six months older than me. And he's fourth oldest. Yeah. So majority of the grid are younger than me. Even like the ones you would think are kind of long in the tooth, like Mav. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, okay. He's yeah, still he's only 29. Yeah, he's younger than me. And yeah. I'm like, no, these are fully grown men who are... <laughs> Who are definitely older than me. They've got to be. Look how much they've accomplished. No, they're yeah. younger than me. <laughs> it does blow my mind a bit. Like, yeah, Marquez, Nakagami, Zarko, and Aleish are the oldest on the grid. Nakagami's 32, which I don't, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> thing that blows my head off is that Marquez is 31, because yeah. I remember he was 15. Yeah, like, I, I remember God. him as a little baby face being the youngest ever, this, that, and the next thing. Yeah. Uh, and now he's fourth oldest on the grid. Yeah. Still fast, though. Still mm. a fast boy. I do feel a bit better that I'm only older than Pedro, Raul, Fabio Cotteraro, Bezzecchi, and Digia. That makes me feel a bit better. <laughs> well. <laughs> makes me feel okay. But then you look at Moto3 and it's like... Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just wanes. Just wanes. Yeah, that's and true. Kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so testing has been good. We need to do mention. We need to need to do mention. The... <laughs> that was good. Yeah, Francesco Bagnaia is just on some other cocaine shaped <laughs> substance at the moment. I think. Yeah. <laughs> what are they putting in this monster bottle? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's something. There's something extra. There's something mm, happening. He's on the sauce. Because what the hell? <laughs> he's got that. I don't know. It's like he's 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 drank Rossi's blood or something. Yeah, and it's because, uh, it, he's just got that like domination in him. He's now. Got a dog in him. He's got he's the got new lap record. Domination. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got the new lap record at Sepang and at Qatar now. And Nayabashi was only one point, well one tenth back as well. 
So both Ducati boys have woken up a bit now as well. Yeah, which is great to see. Finally, yeah. like mm-hmm. I hope we don't get robbed of it again with yeah. like silly injuries and stuff. But God, yeah. Oh, what are they doing? I know. Like, come on, like give someone a chance. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, Martin to, looks different as like, well. I think Martin looks ready to scrap. He does. Um, he wants that title. He knows. He's like, I missed out on that title. I need to win that title. He does, and yet, and yet, he's uh, he's been bested by Peckle. Mm-hmm. Both tests, and I want. I just want to know. I think he's sandbagging though. Who Martin? Do you think? Yeah. Like Marquez. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Ah, I I just can't wait to. See how it all unfolds, to be honest. Oh, I'm so excited. Ah! I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. 11 days. Yeah. Yeah. What else happened? Who else did stuff? Well, Aleish and Peko did seven lap runs, obviously sprint runs, mm-hmm. and they were the fastest. All right. Okay. So Aleish being there is quite interesting, I think. Definitely. Yeah, especially... Aprilia. Uh, over as the oldest guy on the grid yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like a fine word exactly yeah but over the longer 22 lap run it was brad binder the sunday man mm. yeah uh nothing to add really i just right. yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> thanks just, your insight <laughs> no I'm, what else can you say like it is it, it's like everyone says, oh, it's just testing, like a race is different, blah, blah, blah. But you do get a bit of insight with, like, because they, they do simulate these things. Yeah. Um, didn't, did you do well in terms of, like, race simulation as well? Yeah, he looked very strong. Did you was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I... I'm watching. Sorry, carry on, carry on, carry on. No, I mean, I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud. What did you say? You said you were watching a thing. Yeah, so, because Pedro Costa has also got a lot of, Slack on social media today. Ah, oh. well, obviously all the social media experts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he basically said ahead of his debut that he was thinking he could maybe get. Well, no, not even that. Like just after testing, and like he was like, you know, I think I can get top ten and all that. And loads of people on Instagram and all that are basically just slating him, saying he's arrogant. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, people are never happy. No, especially motorsport fans for some reason. It just doesn't matter. Oh god, um, yeah. you know, like what? What's he gonna say? Like, oh yeah, I think I can finish the mm. race. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. Think, like someone said, you're a little bit pretentious for your first season. <laughs> Pre- Marquez said that Pedro could win the title. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. A bit pretentious for your first season. Like what? Anyway, like yeah, exactly. And Marquez, Marquez, Mar- Marquez, who's done a few seasons now yeah like i mean i don't think he's on the right bike maybe if no. see if if pedro walks straight into a factory team like marquez did in 2013 like mm. maybe you yeah. know um it would have to be a ducati i think have to be a factory yeah, ducati um yeah. then possibly but like ugh, come on like the, the thing is pedro can back up what he says yes when is he, he not can. When has he not shown that he's he can deliver mm. the results? And, and if he thinks he can get top ten, 
Listen, he absolutely can, because as we've mentioned, the Japanese bikes are out of the running for top 10. <laughs> top 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's just got to be kind of... Finishing races. Yeah, like trying and... He'll... I feel like he's going to... He'll outscore Augusto, I think. Yeah, I think so too, to be um, Augusto takes a little bit. And probably Jack as well. Mm, Miller's an interesting one because he finished last season in the worst way you can. With a in crash. The absolute worst out of P1. Yeah. And so now he's had to sit on that for <laughs> three months. Yep. Like I could have won the race on the KTM. And I didn't because I crashed. And he's going to have rude that mistake and lay awake at night and gone, why? <laughs> and yeah, he he will see Pedro Costa there. He will know Pedro Costa's gunning for a seat. He will also know KTM are trying to get Pedro Costa in his seat. Yeah. So he's going to do everything he can exactly. to try and secure it. Obviously, KTM will probably just put him there anyway. But if he yeah. could fight for it... Yeah, exactly. It looks like Brad's going nowhere. Oh yeah, I mean, he's contractually, still twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah, contractually, but like in terms of results as well, he bleeds like... orange. Brad Binder, you can't yeah. open. He's orange. Exactly. He's uh, he's going nowhere from that squad contractually or no. He's he's he'll give the results to earn the seat. Yeah, um, and it won't even try, <laughs> and he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hope we get some more opposite lock. Supermoto stuff at Haref, but it's... I hope he gets a win finally. He's not won since the insane one in 2021 when he won on the slicks. Was it at uh, Austria? That's his last Jeez, win. So yeah, he deserves a win. He's, he does. He's, it feels like he's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. All that stuff. He always mm-hmm. gets a close second. Um, I mean, yeah. last year was his most successful year in MotoGP yet, with most podiums he's ever had in MotoGP, with five. So he's only getting better. He is, and like we say, he's, he's he's a Sunday man, and he had the he had the best sort of race run, race simulation, if you will. So let's do it. Let's go. Do you know what? Just start the season now. Actually, if you could, yeah. if you could get Dorna to push it forward to like actually now, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> mm, I'd love that. But we still have to do our predictions pod next week, oh. so we can't. <laughs> Predictions. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This'll be interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. Where will Lauren be joining us? No, I'll just get her to send me the things uh, privately, I guess. Okay then. If well, she has time between finding herself. Yeah. Find herself, <laughs> get centered, align the chakras, and then tell us who's gonna win everything. And tell us her star sign in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. As much else yeah. happened? As much for is there anything else worth discussing this week? I don't know. And have you seen the new uh, livery for the Master Camp Squad with Sasaki? No, I haven't. That's nice. Check out their social media. That looks pretty nice. Also, I want to. I guess one thing that has happened that's quite important, I would say, mm. is that Ian Hutchinson. Oh yes, was back on a bike today. First time since his stroke. Every. I love Ian Hutchinson, may I say. Like, he is 
my racing idol. There is nothing that man can't come back from. He has obliterated his legs so many times. Had a stroke. Had a stroke. <laughs> and he's back on a bike. <laughs> he's back on a bike, yeah. Honestly. Doing the TT with the Padgett's Honda team this year. Yeah, you can't you you can't keep a man down sometimes. You really can't. And I think Yeah, if if <laughs> If you've had the experience of a TT, because uh, Hutchinson's won it a few times, right? Has he? Yeah, he's got loads. I think he's got fifteen TT wins. Yeah, yes. A mental art. No slouch. Uh, has the has the euphoria of not only taking part, being really fast, but also winning it. Um, yeah. Yeah, like it's going to take more than a stroke, I'm afraid. Yeah. Stop him coming back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like. So, yeah, love it. When's he coming on the pod? Oh, good shout. <laughs> hmm. yeah, yeah, that would be make good. It, happen. it would be good. Yeah, I've be good we've slacked so much of guests over the last year, though. Oh, what are you doing there? I know, it's terrible. It is. It's terrible. People get bored to just listen to me. Yeah, and me. <laughs> At least Lauren's a bit of comedic value. Yeah, with their opinions and all. Yeah. <laughs> we love an opinion. We do. We should get Jacob back. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> silence. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's all we've got time for. I think so. I think so. It's descended into chaos now. Yeah. 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 That's- but yeah, Good. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we're back next week with the predictions. Yes, let us know your predictions in any way, shape or form that you feel like it. If you feel like sending up a an airplane with the banner along the back. That would be us, cool. That would be mm. cool. We're not going to reimburse any costs. No, uh, so But um, you'll get a shout out for sure. Yeah, you get a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, very good. Very nice. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. Again. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we're back next time. Bye. Goodbye.